the www.staggeringstories.net podcast series one number 22 market Um, welcome to the Staggering Stories podcast, number 222. Two, two, two. Quack, quack. Oh dear God, it's going to be one of those days. Um, I'm Tony. I'm Adam. I'm not. Ah. And I'm L. Ron Hubbard. Are you? Sir! You cult! <laughs> <laughs> but I've got all your money. Uh-huh. Ah. No, you've got all Tom Cruise's money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And John Trevor. Oh, you rich git. Ah, well, News. 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 I went News. to a convention News. yesterday. News. I'm not going to go into any details, and I can't say who this was. Okay, let's move on then. No, 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 right. no, no, no. I can't say who this was. But one of the guests is sat there watching the autograph queue. Yes. Yep. Now, this particular guest is obviously of a different generation to some of us. Okay. Well, they're young. Uh-huh. No, they're old. Oh, very old. So, got to convention. Yes. So, this person turns around, forgets that I'm actually behind them. And <laughs> I, I just wish I had the recorder on because they turn around and they go, all these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they mental or what? <laughs> <laughs> are they nutters? What do you mean? Why are they here? Uh, <laughs> uh, are they a bit bewildered? Are they, uh... <laughs> so it's obviously someone who's not been to a convention before. Yeah. Oh, mm, that was that obviously. was just it was. So, I, I turned around. I defended us honourably. You went. Yeah, saying, they are nutters. I turned around and said, "Well, you know." Look, you made something that was designed to entertain somebody. You did it so well. Is there any surprise people are enjoying it? Do you, you see what I did there? It was you mm. brown-nosed your way to an autograph. <laughs> no, I didn't get autographs. <laughs> it's beyond that now. <laughs> Don't get I've autographs. I've really autographs. In all <laughs> That's because they wouldn't oh. let you near them. them. Yeah, we they, had all they, those restraining, were restraining orders. orders. <laughs> Back before there were restraining orders. I'm trying to work out who it would have been. So it was definitely a bloke. I'm not saying <laughs> it was a bloke or a woman. It's Keith. Well, we 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 know just how much Keith adores association football. Oh, uh, yes. he loves it. He loves so, it. Uh, we we put Keith in a sheepskin jacket and sent him off to Belgium to report on um, the this what's it Euro two thousand eight, which isn't being held in Belgium. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't oh, do a better dingoes kidding mm. about that stupid sport. Uh, he finds his way there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Keith is impersonating John Motson. Badly, badly. A football commentator of some mm-hmm. kind. Yes. Very famous, yet slightly deranged one. Aren't they all? Most of them, And yes. in a very literal sense. Mm. Okay. That was my Motti impersonator. Was it good? What? No. 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 It wasn't. No. Okay. For your information... Hello, yes. On Motson, he's a devout status quo fan. <laughs> that <laughs> explains the jacket, really, doesn't <laughs> it? the deranged nature, yeah. Uh, do we have any other news? I don't think so. Any news? Nope. No, no news? No. It helps if you actually face the microphone instead of turning your head like that. Well, I was being polite and looking. Uh, mm. Looking for news. I was. Mm. <laughs> there's there's some! The there. <laughs> Stuck to the ceiling. Oh, there's I a little bit of news. I actually have some news. Oh, oh yeah. She's oh, pregnant. Oh, oh. <laughs> ruin it, though, one, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do what? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> hey? Yeah. No, I do seriously have some news. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith and I are going to be grandparents. This pause has been brought to you by Real Keith number 7, who, we believe, has just died of shock. We now return you to your podcast. Thank you. Damn, you just don't <laughs> fall for these things anymore. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, Fight Club. Hooray! Oh, okay. What was that? Okay, I need to point this out to you. I have actually sourced that piece of music. You don't piece of music. Yeah, you really picked up on your cues there, didn't you? 
Uh, yes, so yeah, it's actually uh, that, that particular piece of music that opens Fight Club is two cats fighting on Aww. YouTube. Aww. Yes. Okay. You can to pick- death. I didn't watch the video ah. all the way through. There was Aww. pussies galore, though. Mm. <laughs> oh, ha. Ha, 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 ha. So anyway, I'm, uh, we've had some feedback Have about uh, oh, oh, oh. the last Fight Club. Ooh. Right. First of all, it That's has a been pointed affair, out. There it? is a chance mm. I may have treated Adam unfairly. Oh. No. Wow, that's true. No. <laughs> However, as I couldn't be asked to go away and watch Insurrection, I have no idea at all if data floats or not. He does. <laughs> oh, so you didn't say it at the time? Well, I know. I wanted to win. Did <laughs> uh, you really want to win that bad? <laughs> gamesmanship. That's what it was. Yeah, right. Um, it might be interesting to the assembled viewers <laughs> that uh, fake Keith likes football. Yes, I do. Which, let's face facts, has shaved off an awful lot of her IQ. Um, you have to be surgically. Keeper. No, I'm not saying about playing it. To actually like football, you have to be, have surgery done on your brain. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Heading the ball a lot does it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tell you it's a ball. <laughs> oh, oh got to go and smash up a town centre. Anyway, um, you're <laughs> strange. Give I'm me. not the football fan. Um, one person thought that it was very good. Oh, oh, good. Mm-hmm. And fake you very good at it, apparently. Uh, true. I'm very good at it. Um, Hi, Trevor. Don't touch yourself like that when you say that. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I was using the pen. Ah, oh, okay, sure okay. Hello, Trevor. <laughs> Please don't chat up Trevor. <laughs> Trevor has a wife. Trevor has constructs of his own. Uh-huh. He doesn't need a dirty old man making <laughs> growly noises at him. <laughs> what do you think I'd do on the WhoCast? Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right, right, then. Okay, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, somebody else yes. turned around yep. and said yep. it sounded like everyone was having a really good time, but they couldn't quite understand what was going on. Nor could we. Well, no, it's a fight. Well, you wait and see who's dead at the end, and you know the other person's won. Yeah. Or well, cheated. Rules is won. a very loose term to use. Yeah, it? exactly. So, um, anyway, this time around, yeah. yeah, courtesy of that made-up letter. Oh, it's real. I don't <laughs> think it was real. I think it was. I don't know. Do we think it was real? Yeah. I reckon so. Hmm. If, I'm still if it was written, it's real. Hmm. Well, the person who wrote it is real. That's not what you asked. You said, was the letter real? I'm going to hurt you. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gene Hunt versus Jack Regan. Who's Ooh. Jack Regan? He's from the Sweeney. What's the Sweeney? He's, uh, but Jack Regan is what Gene Hunt was based on. Crumbly's doing it for me. So, again, <laughs> I, I'm assuming... Do you know which side you two are on? We're Gene Hunt. Aren't we? Mm, yeah, I guess so. It doesn't really matter because I don't know who Jack Sweeney, what's it thingy is. <laughs> We're playing by Little Britain rules. Okay. I'm a lady. <laughs> uh, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I'm sharp. <laughs> uh, which basically means no Dennis Waterman. Oh, no theme tune. No theme tune. No writing the theme tune. No singing it, which no. basically rules out Carter from the Sweeney, the unstoppable sex machine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dennis Waterman's an unstoppable sex Carter, machine. The unstoppable, Carter, Carter, USM. The unstoppable sex machine was the name of a band named yeah. after Carter from the Sweeney. See, oh, I'm learning okay. things. Mm. This is yeah, good. It's totally useless. Can I have my pen back? I dropped it at you. You dropped it. At, <laughs> I, I, no, I don't know where it is. Okay. It's too fast to move. It doesn't matter. It's true. So, are, are you, <laughs> are, Adam? Are you comfortable playing at being Jack Regan? I've never seen the Sweeney, but why not? <laughs> this is going to work, isn't it? Yeah, this I is, don't think so. Really... I told you we should have done George versus Zippy. No, so no, you easier. didn't. This is the first time you've mentioned it. What? Each slapping each other with their one hand. Which is something Keith broke my brain with the other day. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the Keiths. I'm going to get him for that. <laughs> okay, so um, Aha, my turn. Oh, the <laughs> um, <laughs> Adam, can I do seconds out? Uh, Shut up! Right, what's being George? Fight Club, bout two seconds out, round one. Ding ding. What? Okay, it's very professional. Mm. Regan drives in, does a quick handbrake turn in his uh, four Granada, mm. jumps out, ready to fraction. If you weren't who you are, I'd kick your ass up to your shoulder blades. Ready to what? For action. 
Oh, sorry. Oh, full action. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I was wondering what he'd said there. Ready to fight. I was, I was mm. going to penalise you. Oh, OK. I was, but now I won't. Oh, okay. Good. I won't. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because right. you are indeed ready for action. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah, so you, you're going to go, you <laughs> Right. Gene Hunt turns up in his sparkling new Ford Cortina. Okay. Oh, hang on, is this the 70s Gene Hunt or the 80s Gene Hunt? Just to make sure. Mm, 70s, I'd oh, right. well, That okay. makes sense, because yep. Regan yeah. was 74. Ah, so, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. God, they, they, they retired them late back they then. They did. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing a handbrake turn, carefully avoiding the stack of carefully placed cardboard boxes. Oh, avoiding them? Oh, oh no, no. no. Mm. Uh, Penalise you for that one. Yeah, I think that should <laughs> be a warning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah. Any cardboard boxes, I, they you just got to drive be knocked through. over. Uh, we'll, we'll have to actually show you the uh, Gene Hunt rules of policing. Yellow card, do you think? Yeah, yellow, yellow card. card. You're booked. Mm. It might be interesting for our viewers to notice that fake keeps mind holding up a yellow card, oh, no. uh, crumbly. <laughs> Don't move, you're surrounded by armed bastards. Uh, for, uh, right then, well, I'm... Back over to you. Ooh. I think, same one thing you can do, Regan is going to rush over there mm-hmm. and stamp on Gene Hunt's toys. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes. You'll go. I'm not doing it, he's doing it. I don't know who... Things are. You know who Gene Hunt is. I know who Gene Hunt is, yeah, but. That's I... who you're playing. Oh, oh dear. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. No. If you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, we're normally a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> Crumbly. Yes. <laughs> right, that's it. Cracking his nun- knuckles under his, his monkeys. Monkeys. <laughs> monkeys. <laughs> oh, in public too. <laughs> Cracking his knuckles under his leather driving gloves. Oh, yeah. Gene Hunt says it's beer o'clock. It's beer o'clock. Beer o'clock. Yes. Oh dear. Regan has only one answer. Mm-hmm. Flashing forward to his uh, more stays. <laughs> decides to have a beamish stout. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Does this mean basically they've both just pissed off to the pub? Pretty much, uh, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. That's Great. Right. How, yeah. how we're supposed to <laughs> work out for our viewers who would win in a fight between Gene Hunt and Jack Regan? Well, and you're saying they'll get pissed in the pub instead. First one under yeah. the table loses. Mm, yeah. And no one gets a nosebleed. And mm. I think that Gene Hunt would have to win that one, I'm afraid, despite it not being my character. Because, of course, <laughs> he's a, a construct. Yes. yes. Yeah, he can be so as he drunk can really as hold his drink. Yeah. Mm. So, this week's winner. Gene Hunt. Oh dear, I gave that away. <laughs> I'm You're that really rubbish at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the sake of my sanity, Doctor Who. Oh, that thing. Mm. Mm, right. So? So. We're dealing so? with two more episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Ooh, we are. Yes, one yes. Story. Silence in the library. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Forest of the Dead. Yes! Mm-hmm. A two-part story written by Stephen Moffat. Yeah. The, Hail the Great Moff. <laughs> Isn't Forest of the Dead a really depressing title? It's a very Doc 2 type title. Well, it was yeah. originally well, going to be run. When you watch the episode, <laughs> it makes perfect, perfect well, yeah, sense. Yeah, I know, but you see that come up on the screen and you think... This isn't going to end well. <laughs> Anything that ends in dead or death. It's a Doctor yes. Who title. Mm, yeah. It's another Moffat script, which means he hasn't actually killed anybody yet. I know, but didn't he not kill anybody well? well that's true, they all <laughs> lived in this one. Yeah. Well, Madame de Pompadour died a natural death. Yes, yes. Naturally. Yeah. Billy, the policeman. He died He died a natural death. Well, it's a good, that was a good death. I yeah. suppose so. The last thing he did was time, chat up but, a pretty yeah. girl, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, exactly. So Moffat, so far, which is really boding rather bad for Doctor Who when Moffat takes over. Because <laughs> it's all going to come Everyone's bursting out. <laughs> Either it's just going to be a massacre. It is, yeah. Or it's going to be the good life. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have had what's her name? Leslie Kendall. Leslie Kendall. We have, yeah. So go on, the let's, let's talk the about end. Science in the Library and Forest of the Dead. Elf Forest of the Dead, do you want to? Okay. Um, it starts rather strangely... With uh, a young girl in some kind of apartment. Yes. 
uh, with what appears to be a psychiatrist. Mm, yes. yes. Dr. Moon. And she's imagining... Yes. ...a library... Yes. ...which is the size of a planet. Ooh. Every that's time that's she a shuts her library. eyes. Mm. A big library. Yes. Mm. A big library. And she has a vision of two people breaking into the library. Yes. <gasps> it's Doctor and Donna. <gasps> And then we go, so be credits. It turns out that what she'd, she was imagining appears to really be happening yeah. on this mm, alien yes. planetary Ooh. library. Boogly boogly. Mm. And as we later find out, she can start watching stuff on the TV mm, of can. what's actually happening, complete with Murray Gold's soundtrack. Yeah, and cushion to hide behind. Yes, it's yes, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, the Doctor and Don have turned up on this planet then. Yeah. Yeah. After getting a message on his psychic paper, a mysterious message mm-hmm. 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 with a little kiss, yes, a little kiss. Yes, yeah, yes. Mm. curious. This little kiss. <laughs> the face of Bo would not end a message with a kiss. So it, who could you, you, sure. you know who the face of sure? Bo is. Yeah, but he, at that point, at that uh, age, yeah. he hasn't got well, the Well, actually, uh, I'm starting to think to myself that I'll, I'll come to that a little bit later on. Anyway, uh, so they turn up. There's nobody there. Entirely nope. deserted. Yep. Mm. The planetary library doesn't make any sense. Yes. But he does a scan for life. And there's gives, her, gives her some Spock. He does give us <laughs> some well, Spock. Indeed. Spock. Yeah. Dirty old man. And there and are billions. more life forms than the computer can cope with. Mm. Yeah, at least a million million. <gasps> million, 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 million. And I assume they're not including bacteria and stuff like that. It wasn't well, oh, it was would one be silly. <laughs> but then they are joined by... The League of Gentlemen. Well, it's only one of them. Yay. A group of people in spacesuits. Space yep. yep. Who are here to investigate why the library went quiet 100 mm, years yes. ago. Actually, proper Dave and other Dave. Mm-hmm. Yes, proper Dave and other Dave. Anita, Miss Evangelista. Stir. Yes. And River Song. River Song. Who had the best opening line. Name? Hello, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Strackman Lux. Apparently, Ooh, that's his name. Yeah. Really? Strackman Lux with Steve Pemberton's character. That's a good name. That is <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah. Lux. So they're archaeologists, and I thought it was very cruel of the Doctor saying, I laugh at archaeologists. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> that was good. That I makes sense. Poor and laugh at archaeologists. <laughs> I mean, Tony from Time Team. And Phil. Phil from Time Team. You just can't point and laugh but at him. about poor Bernice? Bernice never existed in this uh, No. This it's, fiction. Because it's starting to seem that way, isn't it? Poor Benny. Mm. But she kind of does now. Yeah, because River Song is very, Be- very like Benny. Basically Benny. Yeah, mm. without the hip With a different name. Yeah. No, well, that we know of. Um, yeah. Yeah, so River Song is essentially... Uh, she's a, the professor of archaeology. She's running yeah. the expedition, expedition however, Struckman's yeah. financing Struckman it. Yes. Very Tomb of the Sidemen setup, really. It is, really, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's 51st century, apparently, it's a set. Which is know, where Jack seen. came from. It was. Mm. Mm. So we're not... It's not clear if she herself is a time traveller. Yeah. Mm. So I found the library, I mean, even that is very big, very, lots of open spaces to be very claustrophobic. Libraries mm. are, it's all the books. Yeah. Mm. It, 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 I'm getting sick to death that bloody green light they keep using in Doctor Who. Green, green light? backlit with a green light. Is it? Didn't yeah. notice it, no. Really? They were certainly lighting some of the sets different colours to make it appear to be different rooms. Yes. Even though it was there's, the there's same a, strip of corridor. If, if you <laughs> yeah. don't go back through, they, they, it, there's this green, wretched green light that anything either alien or whatever, it's a green light. It's meant to be unsettling, isn't it, green? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I'm just fed I just up with can't it. say I noticed that. I'll have to watch no. it again. Yeah, which perfectly summed up the whole um, mood of the episodes. Mm. Unsettling. Mm, yes. yeah. yeah, I'd agree with you. I suppose so. I mean, I wasn't scared, but I was no. edge of on my seat wanting to know what was going mm. on. Yeah, what the yeah. hell was going That's on. That's why mm. I was on the edge of my seat, because yeah. I, I was intrigued. Thought the the characterisations were very very good. They were pretty good. They didn't all have an amazing amount of lines, but they no. all gelled really well. Mm. Even poor old Miss Evangelista, bless oh, her. Yes, God. yes. She didn't last long. No, first to die. And when she sort of gets brought back. Oh, sorry. No, no, Karen. No, 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 no. Spoilers. Oh, spoiler music! Spoiler music! Spoiler music! La 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 la! Spoiler music. Which is rather apt for this particular. It Everyone is, isn't it? Talking about spoilers. Yeah. Yes. 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 
that book um, definitely based on the TARDIS. Well, clearly, mysterious diary. You can buy them in Smiths, I'm sure. Isn't that just your yes, Doctor Who? Yes, next to the TARDIS <laughs> book. <laughs> yeah, <maybe. laughs> isn't it your sort of Doctor Who filofax thing? Yeah, no problem. And the library had a little shop. It did. It, did. it had a shop, but it was a bad shop. No, it wasn't. Was okay. Bad things happened. <laughs> but in the shop. No. nothing bad happened in the shop, did it? No, they got teleported yeah. away. That's, isn't that where the, where the teleporty thing was? Yeah. yeah. Well, then a bad thing happened there, didn't it? Why? They? Because it just meant Donna decided to go on a diet. Yes, <laughs> but we didn't know that before That's the opening what? credits of the second episode. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Shut up. <laughs> but going back to no, Miss shop. Evangelista. Yes. The whole um, ghosting thing. Hmm. Where the um, s- um, Rem- the neural remnants of mm. the s- uh, neural pathways is caught in the um, oh, data ghost. Bre- yeah, data ghost. Yeah, I thought that was that was very well done, but it depends what you believe. If you believe in the soul, then that's not them. That's just um, technology. In which case, why were they acting as if it was their last minute? Sorry. Well, they they say in the episode as a freak of technology anyway. So. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. I was listening to the commentary, which I thoroughly recommend this time round. Okay, I haven't I don't done that listen. I, I listen to them, but I think to myself, these are it's just a commentary. Commentaries I can take all these. Who was it for this one? Russell T Davies, Stephen Moffat, and David Tennant. Oh, oh that's cool. Um, and it really is a good one because they hit a certain point where they they reach a certain point and then they tip over the edge and become sad little geeks. <laughs> Excellent. Three of them. Both episodes or just the first one? Uh, second three. episode. Second episode. Um, which is brilliant because they start talking about the Bandrel-Nymon War. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Bandrels from Time Lash. Yeah. And the Muppet creatures. Oh, the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. And the Nymon. Right. Oh, no. From the Horns of Nymon, which we've got to cover at some point. Which I've got to watch at some time or other. <laughs> uh, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. They, they, they just tip over the edge and become complete geeky fanboys and there was a reason I was saying this and yeah they were talking about this thing about um, the neural pathways in the soul mm. yep and it's it, they do say it depends what you believe yeah yeah because um, I think was it Moffat and Davies are both atheists 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 right yes. yeah them right and so the tenant isn't I, I, well I don't know remember his father's a minister hmm True, but uh, he's bound to have had some sort of indoctrination. Ooh, next thing you'll be saying you believe in thetons, <laughs> which is thetons. Uh, Theton, what? <laughs> That's a futon. Oh. Futon, oh yes, zootons. Zootons. See, I'm with it. I'm hip. I'm down with the kids. I, I wasn't quite clear on what was happening with that. With the ghosting. Ghosting. Well, what was that device? Why did it have their it memory the, implants? Um, well, originally, there's a line that you can send neural email to each other. But why would their, for want of a better word, soul get caught know. in there? I don't know. Mm. I just think it was one of those really good ideas that just wasn't thought all the way through. Mm. Yeah. Which could have been explained just that little bit more, just to make sense of why. It should have been. Unfortunately, I think quite a lot of this episode falls into that category. Okay. Which is unusual for for Moffat. I'm I'm not arguing, just such as. The ending, for example, which Mm. maybe we shouldn't talk about now, but. Why not? Okay. Talk about the whole thing. Basically, the Doctor confronts the enemy. Yes. Yeah. Which says, you know, bring it on, look in the books find out who I am yeah. and they say okay okay they back off and you can have a day to get everybody out that's what he said I wasn't mm-hmm. able to make yeah. out that out because of the music and whatever I, it was a case of Tennant said something and then backed off but I couldn't hear what he said he said uh, I'm the doctor and you're in the biggest library in the universe look me up yeah I heard that bit ah, and they backed off ah, yeah thank you that explains a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, they've read all the new adventures <laughs> <laughs> but then they let everybody go. They had 24 hours to get off the planet. But well, they didn't really say anything about that afterwards. Everybody's evacuating. But there's no real talk amongst the refugees, whatever you want to call them. Because they were gone for, what, 100 years? 100 years, and they yes, just suddenly so they just vanished. Off. Where did all the matter come from to reconstitute their bodies? Dust in the air. How do you know it was dust and not Vassanarada? That's the thing, you don't. Perhaps Ooh. they're being sneaky. And they were all wearing black clothing. They were. Oh. The shadows. It was a transporter, so the matter was turned to energy and then stored in the computer, wasn't it? That's some big storage capacitors. Well, it was a big computer core of a planet. Of a planet. <laughs> well, that's it. Oh. I mean, the planetary core was the hard drive for the mm. library. Mm. So, uh, yeah. you know, what happens then? The, this Vashta Narada, they are just left there yeah. on their own, nothing to eat forever? They just 
there's bound Except to be that. bound to be creatures somewhere. Oh, but yeah, yeah I well, see we what did you're talk saying. About germs. Yeah. That's yeah, but the they like chicken no. legs. I suppose they survived a hundred years without food, but well, yeah, still, would they done? willingly don't know, I let can their see prey go? Going. I can see you coming. But I suppose it's a case of look, any life is at least life. But if we're up against him, because we've just looked him up, yeah. Um, all right, this is the best option for us. Otherwise, it's bye bye us. I suppose maybe. Speaking of any life being life, is unless it's football fan life. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Again, it depends what you believe. Is River Song and her gang alive, or ah. are they just sprites jumping around a computer? Uh, I don't I'm know. Not River Song and her gang. Yes, I know. I was going to say a different You're the sentence. Journalist. Yeah, can't be. Well, asked. I mean, I think, I think it's on a par with um. Oh, it's a book by William Gibson, um, Neuromancer. Hmm. No, uh, sorry, the second one, uh, Count Zero. That's it. <laughs> where um, one of the characters is, is, is turned into a digital being. I mean, mm. his consciousness is still there, but it's stored digitally yeah. as a virtual form in cyberspace. Yeah, downloaded. So I think that, well, literally downloaded. Yeah. But this whole problem with transporters, isn't it? Is the person that comes out the other end the same, the same person? Well, is, is the same person actually, the original person actually dead? Curse these fictional problems. Have a point. Mm. Mm. Maybe. So, have we really now got fake Donna? Maybe. Probably Who have. Knows? Yeah. And can River ever be saved from the computer? Well, that's without another good point. A, mm. Without a viable body. Because well, it wasn't well, her body that was... Um, the rest of them, their bodies were digitally saved. But with her, not the it was just her final little bit of consciousness that was saved, so she wouldn't have a body. Well, unless she was reconstituted inside the computer. Mm. Just energy transferred into matter mm. could yeah. be done in theory. Mm. We should probably get back to the plot, though, which... Uh, yes. Well, I'm giving it away. Um, it's basically, as in typical Moffat fashion, your yes. deepest fears. Yeah. The mm. shadows can eat you. Feel the shadows the are... Yeah. Evil well, creatures mean, can no, I mean, I, just, I mean, that was a very good, yeah, very good um, pair of episodes because mm. it was tapping into our most primal fears. Mm. He's good at that. And it wasn't every shadow, but it could be any shadow, Anyone. so mm. you never yes. knew when it was going to get you. Mm-hmm. You could yeah. end up like a chicken drumstick. You could do. Yes. You could do. And then to make it Doctor Who, they had to have a shambly monster. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so they, the Space Ghost. Yes, yes, yes the Space Ghost monster. Scooby-Doo. Uh, who, who did the Space Ghost end up being? Did you look that up? I haven't had a chance to look we, we, I need to know who the villain actually was behind the space ghost. That was ghost. old man Rafferty. No, 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 no. <laughs> Owner of the chicken farm. meddling kids. But, uh, yes, uh, that's... Uh, hey, who turned out the lights? Yes, that's the, uh, the catchphrase. Mm, Not yes. quite as good as, are you, are you my, my mummy? mummy? No. <laughs> it could have been worse, though. Poor old Miss Evangelista. It was just ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. Ice cream. <laughs> now, that would have been far more unsettling than, hey, who turned out the lights? I don't think that a was... a monster walking yeah. after you going, ice, ice, ice cream, cream. Ice cream. voice, same yeah. inflection every single time. Mm. And that would have been unse- more unsettling. Probably. I'm not sure it delivered particularly well, the hey, who's turning out the no. lights. It didn't seem, sound creepy enough. No. Mm. I don't think it wasn't how meant you... to sound exactly. creepy. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. But Seeing that was just, it was an imitation of someone's last vestige of um, thought, well, thought you know, yeah. or intelligence. And it was just being parroted by this completely alien creature. Uh, so, anyway, uh, the Doctor wants to save Donna. So he, he takes her to the little shop where the teleport is, and he teleports her to the yeah, TARDIS. The little but shop. it all goes pear-shaped. She screams well. She, she does mm. a very good scream. Yeah. Mm. And bye-bye, Donna. And now, that, yeah. one thing we haven't mentioned, but all the way through this, they've got these, what they call nodes. In nodes, the virus, yes. Which are essentially information points. Yes. Little sort of bizarre African-style statues. With faces. faces. Real, what appear to be real mm. faces. Almost like the head of Pertwee. Stuck on a <gasps> pike. We haven't mm. said hello to the head of Pertwee. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, yes. As it turns slowly around. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we also have. One day he's men- going to get just a little bit of fishing wire that you can't see. No, <laughs> 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 oh, but I mean, I mean, well, that was, again, unsettling because it was literally the face of a dead person. Mm. Tra- yeah, mm. Transfit. Well, I wouldn't say transfix. That means it was somebody nailed it on there. It just I would say it was unsettling. I didn't find that unsettling. I would if I was there. I found and it, it just... was maybe if I was there, but I just found it as just an interesting idea. Well, but you, you've mm. got to put yourself in her shoes. Mm. Yeah, it shows no. a, a completely different morality. We mm. think it's acceptable to um, donate organs after death for other people to use, and in the fifty-first century or wherever they are. 
it's acceptable to have your face plastered all oh, yeah. over a, a node. Yeah, because face, as, yeah. as the doctor said, it's just like somebody donating a park bench. Yeah. yeah. But these were quite young people when they mm. died. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, well, point- I think they're dev- brought out for various people's preferences. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, tick that the box that says, I, don't, I want my Which face on a node. Which is why Donna <laughs> turns up on a node. Yes. At the end. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because the little um, display that... Um, the, the archaeologists carry around, or the doctor carries around. I mean, it says four thousand and pe- uh, twenty-two people were um, saved. Saved. No survivors. No, no survivors. survivors yes. That's it. Um, I'd like to just point out two things. Yes. One, um, the first node was called Mark Chambers, and I went to school with Mark Chambers. Hi, Mark. And <laughs> it was very freaky. Yes, because we know you listen to this. <laughs> well, and two, fake Keith twigged the whole thing straight away. What? What's that? Keith did. Real Keith twigged the whole thing <laughs> straight away. Which one? The whole thing? The whole thing. No, 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 thing. no. Which, which real Keith? Oh, the one I had at home with me on sa- on Saturday. Whilst the other he was at the real pub. Keith was up in Belgium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a third one? The other one was at the pub. Uh-huh. God, three of them. He's for Sunday best. I didn't know when I was well off. Yeah. So what was the whole thing he, he guessed? He, I guess the little girl was the supercomputer. But oh, that was well, yeah, yeah, that I mean, was on. I wanted to know what the extra twist was on that, because it wouldn't be quite as straightforward well, with Moffat. No, he, he guessed that everyone was saved to the computer. Mm. Oh, okay. He guessed that the psychiatrist was some sort of uh, security program within the computer. I was, I was poo-pooing him mm. for a week, but oh. he'd got it right. Yeah, well, well done, that particular real yeah. Keith. Node 571 of the Keats. <laughs> we haven't mentioned the whole River Song knew ah, the Doctor. Yes. Well, this knew is what I was going to get I reckon it could be Jack. What? In a female body. Well, 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 we know Jack can get pregnant. Yeah. Do we? Well, he did we, claim he's, that. He's claimed that. Also, we know that the face of Bo is, was pregnant oh, again, yes. according to Bad yeah. Wolf TV. Yes. So could it be that in the 51st century, this is the ordinary Jack that has come from the 20th century in the slow way, mutated into River Song. You notice her hair? Mm. Notice her hair? Look at what the face of Bo's hair looks like eventually. I am talking bullshit, but it's fun. I don't think (laughs) she's anyone special at all. I think she just happens to be someone that he bumps into a few times. Mm. And the reason she knows his name... Is that she told him his name, so he had to tell her his name so that she would know it to tell him. This is just in case Alex Kingston isn't available for the next few years. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the reason she's got the sonic screwdriver, because he knows she's got the sonic screwdriver, so he has to make it to it's give it to her. So that's, yeah. So it's a, a loop in time. It's one of those, what are they called, self-fulfilling prophecy dealies. Mm, that's a causal loop. Mm. Mm, well, quite. I don't know. I think you there's must- more to it than that. I think <laughs> he was implying... A rather more uh, intimate relationship. So what, when they're having... As someone said on one of the forums, and yeah. I don't know who you are, but you made me laugh and coffee came out of my nose. Uh, <laughs> so I've actually been drinking. <laughs> they, so there's some sort of intimate relationship between yeah. the two of them. And in the middle of the act, he shouts out his own name. And that's how she mm-hmm. knows it. Well, the implication was the only... Talk about the ego has landed. <laughs> so in other words, she went up to him and went, Master. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> now, the implication, obviously, was, we were meant to take away from it, whether we believe it or not, is the only time he would say his name mm-hmm. was during a marriage ceremony. Yes. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I think you're meant to think. Well, yes, clearly. She obviously said his name in his ear... And he's now got to tell her next time he sees her what his name is, so that you know, so that he'll, so that she'll but know to tell him. That doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean there's some sort of intimate relationship. He doesn't have to tell her until the very end. But he still tells her, and it doesn't maybe, mean it doesn't maybe mean they're shaggy. He doesn't need to tell her that way. Maybe it just happens naturally during the course of their relationship. Yeah, I think I think that's the little twist that Mr. Moffat has put in there. Let's well, get him thinking. It's one thing we might maybe. or may not find next out in the time future. on Fight Club. Adam versus fake Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fuck, that hurt. Oh, I really that dug in. into my wrist. <laughs> Self-mutilation. If you guys know what fake Keith <laughs> just, just did, done. Um, please write in. I have to do a thing, do I? <laughs> <laughs> you win. 
You're a bully. <laughs> Show at staggeringstories.net. <laughs> I go to the hospital now. No, we don't have one. Fake, oh, yeah, fake Keith versus fake Keith. <laughs> fake Keith versus her clipboard. Sharp. The inanimate object wins. Oh no, it's the clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. But I uh, just yep. about River. Uh, yes. I don't know if there are plans, but it'd be great if she was back for some of next year's specials. Mm. It would be nice. Oh, it's a case, but Alex Kingston's an incredibly busy actress. They're she very is lucky to get her. She's. Yeah, but it the, would be great to see. But the specials, of course, are you know a relatively short filming period compared to yeah. the entire series. Mm-hmm. So next year would be the time. Next year, mm. January. Yeah. Know, so they might be able to call her for one of the specials. Then. Maybe, yeah. but it's still under Russell T during that time. Ah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. One not, not little Moffitt. points. Um, River in Mayan is Hark. Hark. So you might be right. What? Mm. River in Mayan is Hark. Harkness. Harkness. Oh. I really made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded good. Yeah, I did think it was highly unlikely you would know that. I know We're many still waiting things. for a Latin translation of Janus No More for you. I really forgot you asked for that. You forget everything. You forgot we asked for the vampire mutations to be completed. Yeah, I can't be asked for that. <laughs> we're getting letters. No, we're not. Yes, I am. I'm writing them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every podcast. Every podcast. Me, 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 So the doctor, as you, the doctor, as you mentioned, tries to save Donna by teleporting her back into the TARDIS. Yep. Quite why he did this, I'm not entirely clear. He's never really done it before. So who was the space ghost? Couldn't find out. I think it's the farmer, but I'm not entirely sure. It usually is. It's probably Stephen Moffat. Yeah. The farmer. The yep. Old farmer Moffat. <laughs> We're gonna have to come up with something. Somebody else has called him the Grand Moff. Yeah. What are we gonna call dog? Moff face. Moff face. You're not probably Moff face. <laughs> Moffat man. The Moffat show. <laughs> no, that's probably what we're gonna be doing on Nodecast. Oh okay. <laughs> um... That was my best. Alright. Oh, mm. What are we gonna call Moffat? Dunno. Sir. <laughs> Brainy git. Brainy git. Leave him alone. I don't know. Okay, good. Moving on. <laughs> Go on. Feed us. Could make an anagram of his name and see what it spells. <laughs> right, Fake Keith is going to be quiet for a little bit. Does he do it with a V or a puha? It's a puha. A puha. Isn't it? And, and there's double no, a V. Oh, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> and there's only one T yeah. at the end, isn't there? Only one T, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, dear. So anyway, yes, uh, teleporting and this stuff. So the computer snatches Donna from the teleport screen yes. Yes. and puts her in the computer. Yes, which is essentially what it's programmed to do because, it, if you remember, they all tried to teleport out at the same time. Yes. A lot of teleport terminals. Yes. <laughs> Lots of little shops. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually died before those 4,022 got away. Well, it, I mean, it's a whole planet. Yeah. So essentially, you would say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, everyone lived as as much as was in the Doctor's power to save. Yeah, well, he's got a time machine. <laughs> mm. Anyway, the second episode. Yes. Yeah, so Donna, last part of the episode is Donna trapped in her virtual world. Yes, where she has a life with some chap called Lee. Yes, which is quite interesting actually, because what I like it, it's almost like a novel. The 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 way it's cut, the time jumps, is meanwhile... It's more like mm. a TV programme, they said, isn't it? Yeah, well, literally yeah. it's just cut. But at the same time, it is, scenes. to a certain extent, like books as well, in that you can change time in a book just by saying, meanwhile... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, if I can say the cliffhanger for, for the first episode, it was typical Doctor Who, brilliant. Mm. I mean, you had the uh, space ghost... Saying yeah. one little line. Yeah. You don't have to mime it. All right. Donner on her <laughs> nose... Donna, <laughs> Donna Nodal, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and the shadows closing in. Yeah, yep. and yep. the doctor looking concerned. Concerned, yes, yes. At the camera. I mean, that was typical Who cliffhanger. That yeah, was, it was uh, excellent. One thing I did find quite unsettling, and I wish they'd made more of, was the space-suited figure with the three shadows growing out of it. Mm. Mm. That I thought did work really well. Yeah, it was just it wasn't enough and mobile enough. Mm. It's a lot of work to do, I think. Yeah, because looking how they, they did basically it. Basically, filmed it in. They filmed the same, sh- uh, same shot, shot from three, three different, different angles, angles yeah. different lighting angles. 
Yeah. So mm. to get the genuine shadow. Mm. Yeah, may move the light something to make the shadows mm. grow larger and uh, shrink away. One thing, the squareness gun. Oh, yes, which was is that, how they got out. Was that Jack's squareness gun that she'd pinched from the TARDIS, or were squareness ah. guns just something you all According had in the 51st century? the man whose name we haven't yet decided upon, mm-hmm. Stephen Moffat. Yep. M.N. Vast Toffee. <laughs> right. The vast toffee. The vast, the vast toffee. That's it, that's it, that's what he's known as. The Staggering Stories team now rename the, Mr. Stephen Moffat the vast toffee. <laughs> We've letters after his name. Of course. <laughs> anyway, according to the vast toffee, oh god, <laughs> that is Jack Squareness gun. Because oh, so Jack she's pinched left. It. Jack left the gun in the TARDIS yep. at the end of mm-hmm. at the end of Parting yeah. of the Ways. Although he's been back in the TARDIS since then, so he could have picked it up again. Mm, no, he hasn't been back in the TARDIS since then. He has. When? When he got back to Torchwood. He got back in the TARDIS, did he? How else did he get back to Torchwood? He was on Valiant. Oh, he was. The doctor he? needed to repair the TARDIS because at the time it wasn't oh, the TARDIS; yeah. it was a paradox machine. Gosh. So that, according to, to the vast toffee, it oh is is Maybe. actually Jack's squareness gun that's been left in well, yes. parting of the ways. And, and Rivers picked it up. Picked it up when stage. she was in that's there. What she says. He says. Mm. So there you go. Okay. Mm. I like the squareness gun. I have. What a soft did they call? Did, did he actually? Again, this is another line I couldn't hear properly because the the, the, the the dub. It's fine it's, on my TV. Mine too. Oh, well, you're not normal. Um, <laughs> what does he say when she gets out the squareness gun for the first time? Does he just say a squareness gun or what? I can't remember. I can't remember. It's one particularly notable. For me. Or if our listeners would like to let me know, mm-hmm. send it in marked to Oi, git face, for Christ's sake, listen properly. <laughs> <laughs> show at staggeringstories.net. <laughs> yep, so uh, Donna's living out her fantasy life, children yep. and everything else like that, mm. and she is haunted by a mysterious, cowled, caped, Scottish widowed figure. Yes. <laughs> That's... I knew there was somewhere I'd seen that before. Scottish, Scottish Widows advert. Yeah. She doesn't have a face like that in Scottish Widows advert. <laughs> well, well not quite like that. No. <laughs> Is that any you've had, really? Maybe. Yeah. But uh, I'm talking about the actual actress. Um, but the... Yeah, and it turns out to be Miss... Evangelista. Evangelista, yes. Um, who's got brainy. She has. But ugly. Yes. Well, she well, traded well, her beauty for intelligence. Well, yes. Not a choice, isn't it? Well, that's it. Yeah. The, the big thing about her character was that she was attractive, but thick. Bit of a thicky. But that was switched over in the computer world. Mm, that's it. Yeah. She came really so, ugly, but really smart. Another <laughs> example of how good an actor that actor is, is that when she was being Miss Evangelista at the beginning, when she was thick, she was painfully thick when she was trying to recite what she'd been told to learn but once she was ugly Victorian woman (laughs) completely different uh, way of delivering her lines Mm. yeah I wouldn't even necessarily realise it's the same actress no not at all how many people I thought were wondering if that was Rose again why does everyone think everything is Rose? I guarantee you there must have been some people there going, is that Rose? And why on earth Maybe. would it ever be Rose? Because Rose has turned up a couple of times, therefore they're looking for Rose to turn up again. Oh, Lord. Hiding her face? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's no reason to hide her face. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Adam's got a crush. <laughs> <laughs> what did was the Vast Toffee? The Vast Toffee. Vast Toffee, MN. <laughs> Oh, just the the vast... master of nonsense. There you go. <laughs> the vast toffee master of nonsense. <laughs> master so... of nightmares. Oh, could be. Mm. Noble. noble. Master of noble. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're back to the... No, Doctor and River, no. Anyway, yes, so... Um... So Donna's psychiatrist is Dr Moon. Yes. The yes. same psychiatrist as little unnamed little girl has. Yeah. Mm, yes. And everywhere in this world, the letters C-A-L, Cal, Cal. Cal. Yes. on his briefcase, on the mental institution that she's at. Did or... you notice, talking very quickly, I do apologise for interrupting, but did you notice a couple <laughs> of the drawings on her wall? No. Blonde girl. Yeah, right, I noticed and that. And Wolf's head. Uh... Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yes. all behind her. Ah, oh. there's a rose thing. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> Any blonde girl, and it might have been a rabbit. You know, it was drawn by an eight-year-old. No, it wasn't. It was drawn by some bloke in the art department. No, it wasn't. It was drawn by a computer. It was picky, didn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought the little girl 
mm. was very good. She's pretty good. She, she, didn't, she did Frightens very well. Mm. Very I big thought, eyes. I did think she was a very good little actress. Hell of a lot yeah. better than Chloe Weather. Yeah. I, so I hate Fear Her. Yes, we know. I'm but sorry. We're not I talking know it was about that. about the guy who wrote Life on Mars, but <laughs> Fear Here, worst story of the worst series. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am right. You are wrong. Love and Monsters. Love and Monsters is brilliant up until Phil K loses it too or much. Peter K. Vast Toffee, and then Vast Toffee. <laughs> Sorry, you were. So her children, yes, who were born in this virtual world, world. yes, yeah. weren't real. No mm. constructs. Constructs, indeed, yeah. and indeed, Mr. Evangelista points us out by showing in the playground yes. that all mm. the kids are identical. Mm. Mm. Little boy and little girl. See Tom Baker on the swings. Yes, it was you just were. you. Okay. Yeah. Strange Why Tom Baker? Man. Doctor Who night years ago, mm-hmm. uh, they interviewed him and they did lots of background shots of him playing in a playground. Ah. Okay. It was very strange indeed. Again, Catherine yeah. Tate Thank you for showed that. her... Um, <laughs> did she? No, she didn't. <laughs> she um, showed her acting skills, the bit where... The children disappeared. That was that mm. was that I thought was the most unsettling moment, and it yeah, shows completely. that as a child that might not have affected me too much, but as an adult, yeah, just putting yourself in her place, imagining mm. how children, you would react the if they just gone. gone. Yeah. Time for a party, I think. But <laughs> God, tell me about it. <laughs> no, that that had to be the most unsettling moment of the entire production. I thought, yeah, mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Does Catherine Tate have children? Let me know. Uh, I think she has. Yeah. I don't know. Um, one don't called know. Vicky, the other one called Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wonder if that's coming from somewhere or if she's really acting. I don't know. Maybe she can yes. really imagine because she is a parent. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe. or she might just be able to act. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Uh, there, there is one line which I absolutely adored when Miss Evangelista has, yeah, that bloke, um, <laughs> turns around and says to Donna, you know, look, all this is made up. What do you mean made up? I've been on a diet! (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And and, and what I loved is that's sort of countered later on, right at the very end, where Donna's sort of going, I made all this up, this, that. What's that say about me? Practically everything. everything. Sorry, did I say everything? (laughs) I found it very sad at the end. Uh, Spoiler music, la di da di da. Spoiler music. I found it very sad that once she'd convinced herself and the doctor had convinced her, this is Donna, that her husband was just a figment of her imagination. And then he's there and just sees her. Yeah, just sees her walking around the corner. And, of course, he stutters mm, and he, he can't, can't get a name out. Yeah. So is this perhaps an out for Donna? Maybe. Is this... All these people who think Donna is doomed, could she just perhaps Sorry? go off Donna's with him? Doomed. Donna's doomed. Well, yes. Doctor, but, Doctor Rivers, Professor, sorry, Rivers, somewhere, seemed to imply yeah. something nasty. She implied a lot, unless, that woman. Unless Dr. Riversong really, really is opposed to marriage, she wouldn't react in such a, oh, my God, it's you kind of way. She it's, reacted as yeah. if, oh, God, I've heard of you. Isn't that tragic? I'm so sorry. Mm. The implication could apply to marriage. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> there are going to come back to the same old word, spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, plenty. Yes. Again, moving very quickly onto the commentary, there at one moment, and I wish they'd kept it in, Lee was in the real world going to be a fat, stuttering woman. Okay. What? She, why, why and would... she imagined herself in the imaginary world as this bloke who fell in love with Donna. So she was a lesbian, fat, stuttering woman? Well, I presume so. <laughs> I see. Or a transgendered lesbian, fat, yeah. stuttering woman. But they cut it. They well, it, it makes sense for it not to be that way because everybody in the virtual world appeared as they did in the real in the world. Real world mm. yeah. Made up of Vashta Narada wearing black clothing. I'm sorry, mm. I'm obsessing. But one thing that didn't make any sense in this virtual world yes. is that Donna was the one driving it. The portions that she was in. But what happens, did her husband, who is real, mm. never imagine scenes with her in? He must have done. So why wasn't she aware of them? Because well, he they were wasn't part... necessarily aware of what she imagined. Either. Yeah, I could imagine you galloping on a horse across the desert in front of the pyramids. Oh, I could. Yeah. But you wouldn't. You wouldn't um, experience it. <laughs> Why but not? I would. 
Sorry? Why not? Assume well, you're, uh, we're why both... Why would you? Because it's in, it's in my head. Not yours. But the implication was they were two real people really interacting mm. in that Only world. When Only when they were together. linked up and whatever, they could go off and do their own thing. Yeah. The best... but, but if they did interact, but the other was not real, how would that work? Would well, that... They're both real. No, it's, it's, it's real, the same mean... concept as not all shadows have Vashtanaradian, but some do. So not all things that they so... imagined in this computer world happened together but some of them did but i think the term that applies to it is a consensual hallucination yeah but it doesn't really i sure don't quite buy it that those scenes we saw them together the only scenes they were really together well we may not have seen every scene well the implication was that we did because it was always Mm. cutting between as she was thinking of things it would immediately cut she was suddenly she was the one driving the narrative not him suddenly had children Mm. he was a secondary character he wasn't driving narrative at all why not how do you know that what Donna was seeing was what he was seeing he might have been driving a completely different narrative in which they got married and had kids Mm. and that would imply that she'd be involuntarily brought into his his narrative and timeless but we didn't give any indication that. It was always her thoughts well, driving... Yeah, we're not going to go and look at somebody else's stuff because we don't know them. Mm. We're just going to look yeah. at Donna's stuff. Yeah, but we've got to realise... I mean, she would have been brought out of her reality into his not reality. Not necessarily. He, it was if, the computer he was just who was driving her. it all. And you remembered like that. Yeah. I can see what you're getting. I don't buy it. I can see what you're getting. I don't buy it. Are you picking too many holes? I don't think so. I think they didn't think it through properly. So you're going to take on the vast toffee, I <laughs> I think in this one in general, as I said, I don't think it was all thought through very well. I think this is one of his poorest ones. Ooh. All hail the vast toffee. Yeah. <laughs> it, this certainly isn't the thought out, really dovetailing uh, thing we had with Empty Child, Dr. Dances, where it all really paid off. Mm-hmm. It all made that. sense. Right. Empty and Child, etc. was yeah, superior. This didn't quite match up to it. Mm. Descent. Descent, <sighs> yes. So, talking about the vast toffee, MN. Yeah. Right. Mm. He's yes. taking over Doctor Who. He is. Mm. Yes. Mm. And this is a good thing. Well, unless Hopefully. you're Adam. Why? No. Well, Adam's fallen out of love with the vast toffee. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably his weakest one so far. I think Blink was the best. I enjoyed... Mm. I think Empty Child Doctor Dances, then Blink. Then oh. two di- completely different animals, though. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Nobody's mentioned the girl in the fireplace. Well, that would be my third. Uh, this would be my fourth. That would that would be my. I think the girl, girl in the fireplace, fireplace is, my least is favorite. very much an acquired taste. Yeah. Lovely piece of music from it, though. Oh yeah, mm. God. <laughs> I don't think we can uh, give the the vast toffee, vast toffee credit for that. Credit, lad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. how, how, the future. What do we think that's hold? So darker. Taking... Everyone's sort of wondering: Will it be a darker? St- Serious? I hope so. He's always mm. done darker Doctor Who. He's he is more about the scares. Yeah. Yes. Which uh, Russell T. Of often isn't. He's more about. However, they've uh, got a winning formula. Would it be wise to fiddle? Well, <laughs> to have a choice, and Russell T.'s leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I think I mean, of anyone I'd prefer in the job instead of him. I think a change of direction would no. would be even better. I mean, as I mean, the series as it stands now is excellent. But I mean. I mean, a change of direction, I mean, that would make... Well, that would improve it vastly, that would. If they're going to go Possibly. darker, they've also got to do more light mm. stuff. Maybe. Gotta, they have to counter it, otherwise it's going to get too grim, too unrelenting. Well, how do and we know I it's going to, to get the dark? the seaward years. Well, everyone's thinking it's Moffat, therefore it's going to get scary, it's going to get darker. But he's not an idiot. He's, no. he's, he well, knows where to, to draw the line. He grim. Mm. He, everybody always lives. <laughs> everybody always lives in yeah. his yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't know how grim is that going to be. If they were to make the majority of uh, you know, the future series grim, I mean, that would be harking back to the um, halcyon days of Doctor Who, with you know, little kids hiding behind cushions and such. I, I think a more gothic touch yes. to it occasionally mm. wouldn't go amiss. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, the trouble is, time has moved on from that. Mm. It's not about kids so much hiding behind the sofa. Oh, I think in I many think it ways is. it still is. And no, I think, no, no. It would be I, the I think only... it's more about general family entertainment now. Oh, I th- I well, that's, that's what it was. Um, there's very few things on the telly nowadays that kids can get genuinely uncomfortable mm. about without having to resort to watch, watching adults' programmes. I think the problem we've got here is, of course, A, we're too old. 
to be able to give a, a clear opinion on that sort of thing. Mm. You, the, <laughs> your children are too old to be able to give too clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, oh, we need children. <laughs> <laughs> Up your step, Crumbly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just don't call out master during this. <laughs> the conception period. <laughs> Well, Moffat was the obvious choice. I mean, he's yeah, he the guy was. I've been calling for for a year or two. And I've hello, is that Moffat? <laughs> hello. Is that Moffat? When it was first muted that uh, Russell T might be leaving, I, I said Moffat, and people poo pooed me. Well, people were saying it, apparently it did take a while to decide on it because did he want to get tied into something like that? And I think it's another one of those things. It's a case of. Oh, God, it's Doctor. Of course, I've got to. Yeah. Well, as he said in an interview, he applied for the job once before. But he was seven. He was seven, <laughs> so he turned it down. <laughs> and obviously, there's a concern he might have kind of writer's burnout. But yeah. there's no mm. reason why he needs to do as many scripts as no, Russell T. I mean, does. Russell Not T. T. Davis has. I mean, how many scripts has Russell T. Davis done this year? He's done Partners in Crime. Yeah. I don't know. Who did Planet of the Ood? No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him, no. Um. Maybe he's only done the one so far. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. So that's still four. Yeah, hmm. but that's... Plus Christmas special. Yeah, that's a hell of a lot better than the first series where he wrote probably everything. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, one, two, first four stories and the last three. That's seven. In the so about half of them, yeah. Followed by the Christmas thing. So I don't know. Will Moffat get burnout? Will they be sensible so. and, and, so. and, you know... Just switch him on occasionally. I think that's what he'll do. I think it's interesting that somebody said, I don't know how true this is, that Russell T never rewrote Moffat's stuff. He's the only writer who wouldn't rewrite any of his script. Mm. I don't know how true that is. And also, in the um, Dolphin Confidential, there was very much a feeling that when they did that, they knew that... They Moffat did. was taking you over. They did. They'd just done Confidential when mm. they did the commentary again. I'm so, sorry yeah. to bring the commentary up. And you can very much tell it really is the handing over of the baton during this mm. Yeah. Oh, very much. Because you can see Moffat is putting his own little stamp and saying mm. things. Also, rather cheekily, he, he was saying that uh, with River Song and the anti-nostalgia... Yeah. To the best is yet to come. Yes, <laughs> yes that gets me. Yes. yes. <laughs> Harking back to what I was saying earlier, if the Vast Toffee is going to be the principal scriptwriter, I mean, this would be, I mean, this would be the ideal opportunity to get some new blood in for writers. Mm, yeah, very much so. Well, in all fairness, they have got quite a fair bit they, of they, new blood in. They yeah. do tend to cast net quite wide. Mm, yeah. Um, all right, Cornell's. Well, he's written three episodes. Yeah. Uh, Sherman's only written the once, but there's a chance he'll be back. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, he's doing one. Oh, yes. oh, is he? Yeah, apparently. To write oh, excellent. Yeah. Sherman could be back, don't know. It could, uh, yeah, they'll, they, 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 it could be anywhere. I mean, if you actually look at the list of people who write for Doctor Who, it is quite varied. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. And get new writers in. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. it's a case of just how experienced are they and how much are they rewritten. Yeah. Um, Something I always worried about Russell T., is that he didn't seem to have his own stuff script edited. It seemed to me... A lot of people have been saying this recently. It's a case of, you know, do you go up to the boss and say, right, I'm script editing your work? Uh, I think it needed it. Moffitt's... I don't think does. Not Particularly if it's true, he wasn't ever rewritten. Mm. I don't think he needed it so much. Perhaps so, that's not true, and that's why maybe that's not true. so clean. I mean, I'm sure they discuss things. He may go away and rewrite it himself. Maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, in all fairness, that's what script editors do. Yeah. They turn around, they'll discuss the strip, the strip with you, the <laughs> script with you, send you off. Get you to redo it. Yeah. Yeah. You talk to Terence, he'll tell you. <laughs> Terence knows. So, are we looking forward to the, the vast toffee MN taking we over? Certainly we certainly are, but yes, it's we are, yeah. not yes. till 2010, is it? So a couple of years mm. away. Mm. So we've still got the specials to get through first. Yeah. And indeed, we've still got four episodes of the new series to get through. And some big returns, apparently. Possibly. Mm. Who knows? Which might give you a reason to talk about squareness guns again. <laughs> oh, right. Maybe, yes. Probably. We just don't know. But anyway, that's for the future. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Feedback. Where? We have no letters. Oh. Aww. 
So, that's the end of the staggering story. Oh. If you want to mail us, mail us at... F- uh, no, not that address. That's the wrong address. <laughs> um, show at staggeringstories.net. Yep. net. And, yeah. Uh, I think Leslie did send us some feedback, but I forgot to send it over. Oh, oh well. Oh, dear. Um, Can't be helped. And I don't... I, I, uh, well, apart from you not saying hello, Trevor, enough during the last podcast. Hello, Trevor. <laughs> that's not how you said it last time. I know, but I got arrested. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. One last thing. What? What have you been up to? Oh. Yes, all face the TV screens. <gasps> don't need to, he's only sat there. Oh, okay. I'm saying this for the benefit of our listeners. Listener. <laughs> all right. <laughs> our viewing figures have gone up. Yes, 12 people now. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Listening figures. figures. <laughs> okay, Viva! El Presidente! Hello, citizens. And brought to the attention of my benevolent administration that the price of oil is rising rapidly. This is entirely by my design. Little do they know that any attempts by the oil producers to increase output are doomed to fail. In every major oil field, I have begun siphoning off oil for myself. Specially trained moles have dug deep down into the earth to bring up the oil, enough all to time. And so I can grab it. Earthworms, giant maggots, a couple of Welsh miners, blunder. Soon the world will have to come to me for that oil, and I will seize power and bring order to the world. Here ends my address. Viva el Presidente! Viva el Presidente! I don't think he's very well, you know. I prefer the vast what? toffee. Mm. Vast toffee. Much Amen. more superior. Mm. <laughs> but would the vast toffee MN? come out with a public address like that <clears throat> and thus create a hell of a lot more work for me in the edit his would be scarier <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's true, true yeah. yes. mm. so does El Presidente have a percentual usurper oh I don't know mm. I think so we can basically wait for the death of the vast toffee MN to be announced very shortly <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well what can Moffat do next though I mean he's done shadows he's done uh... for what sorry Volon, Volon, Shadows and Volon. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. See, um, I, I'm going, I'm going to shuffle. Thing under the bed, the yeah. uh, uh-huh. the spooky boiler mask, mm. statuey thingy. Statues, yeah. Running out. One of last thing. Oh. One very, very last. Thing. Oh, yeah. Something we haven't done in a very long time. Oh, oh yes. Washed. Well, you speak for yourself. <laughs> We're, We're going to play the source, oh, no. the source game. The source game. The source game. We're going way back you to the source mm. game. Uh, what no. we have um, is a tin of Stewie's Domination Serum. Ooh. Yes. Um, me and Fake Crumbly uh, discovered this interesting potion in a candy shop down in Brighton, and seeing it's got a very large picture of Stewie from Family Guy emblazoned on it. I mean, we thought it would um, well, go down very well as El Pre- one of El Presidente's um, birthday presents. It's dehydrated. Dehydrated? What's that word? It's evaporated. <laughs> I've never quite worked out. Evaporated milk. When you open the can, why don't you just get some steam come out? And... Mm. So we've got, hang on, hang on, look at it, don't oh. smell it or anything else like that. The whole idea is to try and decide what it is. Oh, it's... must I? It's diluted cowpole. It's isn't cowpole diluted anyway. No, it's quite thick. It's got a faint pinkish tinge. It has. Well, it's. uh, mm. It smells like cough mixture. Yeah, it is. It's diluted cowpole. That's what it is. Mm. So, is this going to make me want to take over the world again? No, it's going to make you want to lie down and have a nap. (laughs) Yeah, I can live with that. I'm going to taste it. Wish me luck. Go on. Dive in. Salute. Oh, God. Hmm? It tastes pink. (laughs) (laughs) Right, my turn now. Go on, then. It's actually burning. (laughs) Oh, my God, my esophagus. Acid. Hmm. That's bouquet. Bucket. Bucket. (laughs) Gonna eat one after this. It's... A slightly impertinent number. With a cough mixture finish to it. Mm, okay, well, um, wish me luck. I'm going in. <laughs> well, he likes it. He's gulping it down there. Yeah. Burp. Swilling it around. 
Oh, his teeth have fallen out. <laughs> He's expanding. It's liquid sweets. It's like Hubba Bubba. Mm, yeah. Hubba Bubba? It's Hubba a, it Bubba. was a bubble gum in the oh. 70s. Yeah. It's liquid sweets. Okay. Which means it probably isn't very healthy for us whatsoever. It's probably loaded with dominate. syrup, gl- uh, glucose syrup, sugar, mm. caffeine, and whatever disgruntled workers who made it have put in. Mm, yeah. It's going to have the same effect on me as Skittles used to have on my youngest construct. Totally. You're going to start running around the room mm. screaming, aren't you? I'm going to end up on the ceiling, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I will say one thing. Yeah. A hell of a lot better than those Domino's pizza sauces that we originally did this really? with. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that mm, in that particular mm, medicine way is the end of this particular podcast. That hopefully will edit together and actually form something sensible. <laughs> Doubtful. Um, Doubtful indeed. Yeah. Uh, so, um, bye bye, toodles. I got bubbles up my nose. That's from her. <laughs> bye from me. And I'm going to burp. And. Uh, Remember, vast toffee, MN. Viva el vast toffee, MN. Vast toffee, MN. Faster one. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to The Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 22, featuring the Adam J. Purcell, the Andy Simpkins, a fake Keith, and the Tony Gallishaw. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is a McFadden publishing production for www.staggeringstories.net. What would the Colin Baker do? This is BBC One, in colour. And now, back in the nick of time, life on Mars. This is a box, a magical box, playing a magical tune. But inside this box, there lies a surprise. Do you know who's in it today? Sam Tyler. Hello, Sam. How are you today? Oh, dear. Not very happy. Is it Gene Hunt? Is he kicking in a nonce? Oh, you made it, then. About bloody time. As for you, I can just about handle you. Driving like a pissed-up crackhead and treating women like beanbags. But I'm going to say this once and once only, Gene. Stay out of Camberwick Green. (laughs) 